good morning. We are learning Sayyidam Klaus Samaches, but I want to take a break for Arab Shuas. And just to clarify a minute, as many of you all have to eat milchiks on Shuas uh, morning before the meal, uh, I want to explain the the way the, way the Ramah construes this minig and some of the halachic ramifications of it and shitas about it. Uh, and there, obviously, there are other reasons given, but it's interesting that the Ramah who brings on the minig has a very interesting twist to understand it. So the Ramah and Simon Tafsari Dalit or Chaim Tafsari Dalit brings down that there is a minig, uh, but in many places to eat machali chala but your mission shall show us. So he says, I, I would like to explain it in the following way. Uh, we, in the, the Torah, when we had the base of Mikdash, says there's a mitzvah to bring a special korban in con- conjunction with Shuas, and with that they were brought two lachamim, two lechem. And the, so he says the same way we make a zecher by the seder to the, the Pesach and to the Chagiga, we should make a zecher on Shuas to the two lachamim. So now you're going to ask a question. We always have two lachamim, we have lechem Mishnah, but we don't necessarily eat from both of them. But here's the scenario where we're going to have to eat from both of them. And how is that? If a person washes um, and starts to eat the meal with milchiks, so the bread is on the table. The bread was on the table with milchiks. Is considered. We have to be concerned that possibly the bread became milchik. A person cannot use that bread together with for a fleshig meal. Later on in the meal, we switch from milchiks to fleshigs, so we're forced to open a second loaf. So we end up using two loaves of bread. One for the milk part of the meal, and one for the fleshy part of the meal. So different than the person has lechem mishnah, but they don't necessarily cut both chalas. According to the minig of the Ramah, they don't have to cut both chalas. You have to have lechem mishnah. We don't have to eat, eat from both of them. And shuas, we eat from both of them. So the Ramah's explanation for the minig of, milch, of eating milk is not zecher to harkam lunim or other explanations. It's simply because a way to facilitate that we're being forced to eat two different two different loaves of, from two different loaves of bread. What the Ramah is saying is an interesting idea that a person can start the meal, wash, wash, start the meal with milchik, in the middle of the meal switch to fleshiks. Uh, now, is that acceptable? Is that allowed? So the Ramah over here said that's the shot in the minute. Clearly, the Ramah is saying this is what we do. However, in Yeridea, when it talks about the halachas of Simon Peites, we talked about milchiks to fleshiks and fleshiks to milchiks. It does, there is a zara which is quoted over there which says that a person cannot eat milchik the fleshes together in the same meal, which means one must say a bracha after the milchik before one starts eating the fleshik. Over here, the person washed, it means you'd have to bench and then wash again, according to that opinion. The remark is clearly saying that's not the idea, because once you do that, it's not nikrish telechomen, it's sort of a meal. Of course, you need a new bread for the, the second meal. It's clear the Ramah's understanding of the minig over here is to eat it together in one meal, not like the, the Zayar. And like the Mugger Rum points out over here, Medina the Gemara, there's no, there's no problem of having milchik and then fleshik. Having fleshik and then milchik is a problem, besides the fact that you have to wait a certain amount of time, whether the person waits one hour, three hours, six hours, the person must bench. He cannot eat milchik after fleshik in the same meal. meal. So a person must say a or bench for the end of the first meal and then start over again for the second meal, even after the time has passed. But if we're going from milk, that's when we're going from fleshig to the milk. If we're going from milk to fleshig, the remorse in the minute is that you're allowed to do that. Now, some say that a person should only, be, should only follow this minute on shuas, like the mother describes that as the minute, but in general, since there is a machlokus, 
uh, whether you can have it in one meal or not. The person should be careful not to have it together in one meal. Uh, here the minig trumps and says that that's what you're supposed to do. We follow the minig. But elsewhere, one should be makbid to say bracha going from milk to flesh. The Shlobah Kaddish over here says, even on Shuas, he does not like the Ramah. He disagrees with the Ramah and says one must make a bracha in between. Again, the minig is not like that. According to the Ramah, the person should not have a milk kiddish say bracha and then wash for the meal. That wouldn't fulfill the minig. The minig is to eat milk in such a way that it forces you to have multiple loaves of bread. If you're going to make kiddish and eat milk so you don't have this idea of multiple loaves of bread. What must one do to be able to allow them to switch from milk to fleshings? Uh, so obviously they have to change the tablecloth, etc. One has to wash their hands, because maybe there's some residue of the milk on their hands. If one ate with a fork, uh, so arguably if one ate with a fork, one is not to do that, because the, the fact that one ate with a fork gives uh, the person says hands are clean. However, there are some sheets, even if one ate with a fork, one should still wash their hands. We're not talking about the Sidayim, but the Kais, we're talking about washing your hands. One does not need to use soap, but just washing with water alone is sufficient in halacha. Besides washing one's hands and changing out the bread, the bread is the only problem again if it's on, actually on the table, where a person keeps it separate and distinct. You do not need a second loaf, and that would not again be a sort of fulfillment of the minute. Besides that, a person has to do the process of kinduach and adacha, cleansing one, one's mouth out from the milk before one switches to the fleshig. So how do you do that? You eat some something, uh, some bread or something of that sort. In between, you chew it and you swallow it, so you, as you're moving it around your mouth, you're taking any residual of the milk with it, and you swallow it, uh, and then you, then you drink something. You do not need to wash your mouth out with, with mouthwash. You do not need to brush your teeth. Chazal said that kinuach and dach are sufficient. For the purposes of kinuach, one cannot use dates, the fruit called dates. It sticks, it doesn't really pull things out. Instead, it sticks to your teeth. Um, and a person cannot use something which is just plain flour as opposed to a baked item. And a person cannot use fresh green vegetables. So, first, we want to eat some lettuce in between. The first, it would not fulfill the Allah of Kinuach. The person eats something which is the Mazonis in between, something which is eat some bread in between. Um, those would be valid examples of something one can eat in between. The order of Kinuach and Adacha is not Nahakev, even though it's put down as Kinuach and then Adacha. The person does Adacha and Kinuach, it is sufficient. Um, um, now, if a person eats milk, some type of milk, which is uh, hard cheese, uh, then a person has to wait. We're not talking about that. Waiting, af- waiting after soft cheese is, is, is an interesting question. Um, what the meaning is in regards to that, whether you have to make that. So again, a local mice, a person during the rest of the year, a person should try and avoid the situation. According to the Zoya, a person should not eat at the last point in the same, within the same hour. Um, some people have a minute of a half an hour wait in between. Um, the minute of half an hour uh, is not clear where it comes from. The Lashon Zaira is Shaitachada in one the same one hour. It's, I mean, apparently, they learned it doesn't mean Labdafkan hour, it means within a close proximity of time. We know that within half an hour is always considered close, and this is more than half an hour, it's further away. And that would be sufficient according to that minute. So, a person would wash their, eat their milk, start with flashings. Excuse me, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Start with milk, then switch over to. Uh, 
the kinuach adoch, the whole washing one's hands, etc., then starts the meal again. If they don't get the places until a half an hour later, they've fulfilled this half-sick of a half an hour in between. According to the Ma, there's no mention of such a waiting period. It's not. There's no source for it in the in halacha. The source again is the Zayar. So some people are machmer on it. Some people are machmer on it. Some people are not. So I hope it clarifies that minig. It opens our minds to a whole new way of viewing the minig of eating milchiks. On Shuas, interestingly enough, this is the Ramah, who is the, rec- the recorder of our minhagen, uh, minhagen Ashkenaz, who gives this reason, which is not so well known and not so so well quoted. Uh, because according to the Shlom, one should not do this even on, on the Shavuos, and uh, whatever reason, it did not seem to be uh, seem to be given such uh, high profile. Okay, Rishu Zeichet to have a wonderful Yomtiv, wonderful Shabbos, a wonderful Yomtiv, and Rishu to tap into the Simcha of Shavuos that the Brasham gave us, the, the Torah and Mitzvahs, the Hadracha, what it means that we should do with our lives, and how we can elevate the whole world around us together with that. With that. Take care.